hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Toots Be Welcome to Toots Be Toad, <laughs> the reggae edition. Season two. Season two. Yes, Season sir. two, you understand the thing? That, that was a horrible accent. That was I tried. I, very, I tried very, that was very bad. <laughs> that was incredibly bad. But yeah, season two, we're here. Welcome to Tooth Be Told. Yes, this is Dr. Walter Aka. And Dr. Kradak, as always. Yes, sir. So we're going to be basically just, uh, just having fun. Yeah. We're going to have a good time. T- today's topic is dental education. Dental education. And not what you expect, right? We're not talking about trying to educate you. We're talking about what your dentist may or may have not gone through. To be your dentist. Exactly. Meaning, what are the requirements to graduate from dental school? Weekend course at the uh, Holiday Inn, right? (laughs) That used to be back in 1972. But they changed it. They said, nah, that that just didn't hold up. No, no. Honestly, requirements for dental school, you'd be surprised, are very, very, very low. Depending on some schools. Very low? Very low, depending on some schools. For example, there's a school... And, of course, I'm not going to say any names to the schools because I just don't have a good enough lawyer to back myself up. Uh, this is, I'm right? scared of what you're going to say right but now. But there are some schools. Let me myself. <laughs> there are some schools that do one crown before you graduate. You have to be kidding me. One crown. One cap. For people that don't know what a crown is, a cap. How, how many years in the, in the dental school? Well, when you start seeing patients, it's your third year. So you got third year and fourth year. When you really start seeing patients. So four years and one crown. Two years and one crown. No, but four years in dental school <laughs> yeah. and one crown. One crown. And you're good, out the door. And you can go and be a dentist. And you have to take your boards. And we'll talk about boards. We'll talk about requirements. We'll talk about what what do you do after dental school. And now you are one crown expert. One crown? All that's all I need. One time? I got this. That's it. You I see? got so this. So there's some schools that they just say one crown. And other schools, they do say more, right? I believe another school might be like 20 crowns. So how is it that one school says you just need one crown to graduate, another school says 20, and they're both accredited? Hmm. Meaning that they both allow you to be a dentist. Yes. How crazy is that, man? Uh, and a lot I, of people don't know this. You need to say some names. I'm not. I'm not going to say some names. I'm not going to say some names. You know why? I literally just cannot afford to be sued. But I'm telling you, it's crazy well, that these schools are out there and your dentist may have graduated from these schools. Wow. And I'm not I'm not hating on anybody. You kind of are. No, I'm not. I'm not. Because I remember whenever I graduated from dental school, I needed 13 crowns. 13 crowns. That's 13 a, crowns. Okay. And some people would be like, 13 crowns, I can do that in a month. Yeah. But it took me two years to get those 13 crowns. Do you see what I'm saying? So, but, so, and some people would have looked at me and been like, yeah, you're not ready to work on me. That's why I actually went ahead and went one more year, did one okay. year residency. Did you do that? No. You didn't, right? No. But I'm sure your school had different criteria. Different I didn't, criteria? I didn't think I was ready. And I was good. I was sick. I mean, I'm probably oh, one of the- nice with it? Okay. I was okay. nice with it. Okay. I mean, I'm not bragging, but I'm bragging. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, and and so for me, I thought, nah, I I really need more education. I need to be better than I am now. Okay, you see, what I'm saying. Well, well, let's for for our listeners that are not dentists, let's let's start off at the at the basis. Okay, speak to me. Um, so how how much school does someone have to go through to become a dentist? Right, uh, we talked about this. Are we talking about undergrad? 
Are we talking about like started undergrad? So So you're eighteen. Yeah, after high school, that's four years. Four years. Some people actually get in in three years if they do the uh, Excel program, where after three years you're guaranteed, or you have to take a class. uh, You have to take the DATs. So three years, even if I'm at the University of Phoenix. (laughs) No, you're associated with the school that has a dental school. So I can't do online education. You have to go to a four year. Four-year degree. Not necessarily. Well, let me oh, explain. I don't need a four-year degree? No, no, no. Oh, okay. There are requirements that to get into to there are requirements to get into dental school. Okay. So most of the time, you can take some of those classes in community colleges, right? Yeah. Okay. And, but then you have to finish off in some kind of four-year degree. So you have to transfer to a four-year university, a four-year university to, to finish? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's where most of those classes are because you have to take labs. Exactly. Right? So, for example, I remember I hated my... um. Uh, my uh, biology lab. Oh, I love biology lab. It was four biology. hours, and I had to take it at eight a.m. because, as uh, as I think I was, I was a freshman, and and you know anybody above you, sophomore, juniors, and seniors, they get to pick. It they first. get they get first pick. Yep. So we're always stuck with the early classes, right? So eight o'clock was my time, and you when you're in college, you don't want to wake up at eight. The funny thing is, I wake up at five every day now. Now, <laughs> now, but back then, eight o'clock was like, oh my god, are you serious? Why am I up so early? Exactly. You see what I mean? So anyway, so that was it. So you have to go to those classes and take those classes. Um, anybody that's interested in, in going to dental school or, or, or wants or knows anybody that wants to go to dental school, please contact us. We will tell you the ins and outs. Uh, I think it's it's an it's an excellent uh, career, but you have to. I, I don't know. I love I love what I do. I'll okay. be honest. I love what I do, but I honestly also can't stand some of the people that I work on. Oh, okay. So oh, you, you just have to be so honest. You're honest. Okay. You okay. have to be I honest with say. yourself and say that there are some times where I love what I do, I, and sometimes I can't stand people that I work with. Or I will. Work on. I will take out for for a moment. I will be real right, right here. Yeah. Um, I would not be where I'm at without mentorship. So if there's anybody um, that is interested in dentistry in the Houston area that wants to, to know more, um, definitely email us. Um, you have your own practice in the I, Heights. I have my own practice in the Heights. In the, in the rich uh, area of Houston. Uh, uh, <laughs> in the bougie area of Houston. <laughs> We're up and coming. <laughs> um, uh, no, B, uh, mentorship is key and it's a long, long road. Uh, you may think that it's for you, but dentistry is hard. At the end of the day, um, it's rewarding, but, uh, you need to kind of get your feet wet and know what you're getting into. And the last thing I want for someone out there to do is invest a lot of time and money in something that would drive them mad because money. it's not for everybody. You know, I had a classmate of mine that, um, finished dental school with us, okay. went through the four years. Yeah. And thousands of dollars. Yep. And now they're nutritionists. Are you serious? They are a nutritionist. I, I know someone exactly like that. So I, to me, and we went to different schools for everyone. So it can't yeah, be the yeah, same yeah, person. yeah, yeah. So to me, I honestly think it's crazy that somebody would go through dental school, go through the hell that you have to go through to become a dentist, just for you to now say, yeah, you basically like can't. Let's be honest. The amount of money that you spend and time that you invest into becoming a dentist. Once you get that degree, you have to pre- you have to work. You cannot sit at home and say, "Well, you know, I feel really good about myself. I achieved a goal. I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to travel the world for a little bit." Nope. I've uh, never heard anybody traveling the world after. I mean, is it after or before dentistry? You better do it before because <laughs> after you are definitely not doing that. You're broke. Yeah, you 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 better be uh, traveling doing dentistry uh, on the side. I don't know. You you 
You're going to have bills to pay. Right. All right. We got off topic. Yeah. But, but. Let's go back. Let's go back. So four years for undergrad. Four years of, uh, with, you get a, a, a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Right? Of some sort. Of right? some sort. And then you go in to dental school. And you school. have to, uh, but in order to get oh, to yeah. dental school, you have to apply, right? Right. And you they have, have to take, take a DAT. The DATs. Which is a dental admissions test. Right. right? And what did they, what did they, here's the funny part. What did they actually, what did they, um, quiz or test you on? Um, what I remember from the DAT right. is uh, uh, there was a lot of, uh, there's different science sections, obviously. Biology, chemistry, chemistry organic chemistry, organic chemistry, math, mm-hmm. reading. Reading. I'm going to let everybody know right now. And this, I know I'm on, I'm, I know a lot of people are listening, but my reading section was the worst. Oh. Like the, if the average is 18, I got like a 16. <laughs> I had to go to. Are you a, serious? Swear to God, I had to go to the school and be like, "You do know I can read, right?" I swear that was <laughs> what I ended up literally having to run enough to the school to say, "You know I can read, right?" It was that bad because the whole point is you read a passage and then you answer questions about it, and I'm not a fast reader by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. So yeah, me reading, you always like books on tape. It's called Audible. Read a ooh, no, exactly. listen no, to a book. Not even read a book. Listen, <laughs> listen to, to a book. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but yes. So I'd rather listen to a book than read the book. Right? Okay. Uh, the only the, the funny thing now is like what I actually read are like journal articles because they're short and concise. I don't want to read five hundred page about nothing. Even the Harry Potter books, I was like, I can't mess with that. Okay, I refuse. Pause. That's too long. You, you you read Harry Potter? No, my wife did. Don't and lie. she's like, oh, Don't you should lie. read this. We're going to get Jothi on here just to, just to break down your Bro, album. I read. I, you know, you can. I actually, it's funny. Um, I've only seen two of the Harry Potters. And my wife was like, oh, you'll like it if you read it and da-da-da. I, 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 I can't do that. I'm shaking I can't. my head at, and, at and Dr. Ocker and I get mad because, like, you know, she'd be like, oh, let's watch it. You know, back in the days, like, no. oh, let's watch the new Harry Potter. And it was like the last one. I was like, who is that person? What is that? <laughs> What, why, why does he look, why does he have no nose? You know, and she's like, you gotta read, you gotta watch the other ones. I was like, yeah, I can't do that. So I was just angry the whole time because I've only seen like the middle and the end. <laughs> I had no idea how Horrible. it all began or nothing. I was just angry the fact that I was even watching it. <laughs> anyway. Now we got to Harry Potter, but. It's all right. Um, but uh, yeah, so, so my, 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 uh, so reading, reading section was there. horrible. And then what, what's the section that we all know and love? The PAT. The PAT. Which is a separate part of the DAT. Right. Which is, what does the P stand for? It's Percep- a perception. Perception. Or perceptibility. Yes, yes, exactly. So basically, can you look at an object and be able to rotate it three-dimensionally and be able to look at it? So they'll say, oh, look at these blocks. Okay, what would the backside look like? Exactly. Or, or how many surfaces would you see on the right side? Or, or, or can you fold this? Let me Flat. unfold this shape. Yeah. And what would you, it look like? What would it look like with all the shit with all the corners folded together? Exactly. You see? So how does look, has look anything- at the degree? Look at <laughs> I, I don't know. For anyone who's taking this test, uh maybe I'm just I'm a little butthurt. No, he, he's yeah, see, I learned about when, that. When you when you're doing there's a there's a part where you're um you're given multiple angles, right? right. Lines that mm-hmm. represent angles, and you're supposed to rank them from uh, smallest, smallest to biggest. To biggest that's right? right. Yeah. When you take it on a computer that's pixelated, <laughs> it all looks exactly the same. Sure. We're talking about like we're not saying like, oh, is this ninety degrees? Is right. This forty five degrees? Right. We're talking about one that's like fifteen degrees. One that's like twenty degrees. Seven degrees. <laughs> right. Seventeen degrees. Eight degrees. Like the the amount of difference is very little. Right. It's not it's not obvious. You right. can, yeah, you can I'll probably say that's the last one, that's the biggest. But the ones in the middle you're like on a <laughs> pixelated me, screen, it looks exactly guess. the same. That's right. 
Um, I remember it, that. It's funny because I actually did pretty. I did okay on that session. I did, I I did too. Was it? I think I had like twenty-two. See, and but the funny thing is, people really. I remember there's a um, there's a website, um, studentdoctor.net. Oh yes. Go look it oh, up. Oh yes. For anybody that's even interested, go look it up. Yes. You will find the most pompous a holes <laughs> you'll ever meet in your life. Those are the same people that end up doing horrible in dental school. By the, I'm a, I'm by the way, it. if studentdoctor.net wants some sponsor, I mean, wants to sponsor oh, yeah. us. Oh, please, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. please. It's a great place we for will. you to go, a great forum for you to meet <laughs> other dentists. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, studentdoctor.net, okay? I remember I used to go on there. And, and mind you, um, I, I took the uh, DATs and I was like, oh, man, I just hope I just want to get one one yes. I just want to get into a school. I don't care, right? That's, that's how it is. And then and, and so so on the dental, you know, the, the, the way the scoring goes, it's I think it's what, 1 to 30, right? Uh, 30 being the most you can get. Right, score wise. I, I, it's been so long. Right. Well, I think it's, I, I think it's 28. Okay, 28 or 30. Something like it's something like that, that right? Yeah. So imagine this, right? That's like on the SATs. Imagine, remember the SATs used uh-huh. to be out of 1600. Yeah. Right? So imagine if somebody who got like a 1500 came up to you and was like, uh, well, I got a 1500. Do you think I'm going to get into a school? What would you say to them? I would backhand that so quickly. <laughs> Right? <laughs> These are the same people that will go on that student doctor oh, yeah, of course. and be like, uh, I got a 27. Uh, I hope I get into a school. I what miss- do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you got know, somebody who got a 16 <laughs> on the reading you, going, oh, goddamn. <laughs> But you know what the funny part is? It's um these these standardized tests, you know, uh it would be really interesting to see like how much how great those doctors are cuz I know somebody they they killed the the DAT like I think they were uh like top 1% of the whole country. Right. Um could not cut a crown to save their life. Just be, yeah, exactly. And that's like, another thing if too. You throw a ball at them, you're playing catch. It's gonna hit them in the head. <laughs> they're not gonna catch it. Not the most athletic. Yeah, they're 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 just not coordinated. Yeah. A great mind. Uh, ultimately, I wind up doing research, but um, are should they? It's it's it should they be your dentist? Should they be your dentist? Exactly. And that's something and they, that they have a practice too. Yeah. See, and that's something practice that makes failed, and they do. Research now. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> you, I digress. You really just hated on that person. And they, and they teach. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but so that's what I'm saying, right? Um, a lot of people to get into dental school have to take a written exam. They don't test your hand skills or anything at no. all. Then you get into dental school. Unless you're in Canada. Which, yes, in Canada, in Canada they, they have to carve something. Yeah, yeah they, have have to to carve, something. they have to carve a, like a, a soap or something to see soap, you can yeah. actually replicate like, you something to, like, with whittle, your hands. Whittle something. Whittle. Yeah. That's a good yeah. Whittle. That's yeah. the word of the day, everyone. And then whittle. You have to take a shot of maple syrup. I'm sure. <laughs> shout, you shout do realize. <laughs> you do realize that people in Canada listen to us, right? I, I do. Oh, God. And we love them. I know some great doctors in Canada. If, if, For if, real, though, I'm being honest. Yeah, actually, very true. Yeah, but but so that's the funny thing is in the U.S. you just take a a, a multiple choice exam, mm-hmm. and then you hope that you when you get to dental school your hand skills are adequate enough. Yep. And honestly, a lot of people's hand skills are not. I, I will I will say that when you're going through, and this is kind of jumping forward to the interview process when you're interviewing at a school, but, right? Um, they do ask you some questions about your hands. Uh, but oh, what do you, what do you, well the the question is oh what did you do to uh, improve your hand skills oh well I used to knit and oh I play the violin I play the violin the violin is why is that 
Why is that equal to dentistry? I don't. I know so many people that apply that talk about the violin. I will say to I used to actually. I used to play the violin. You did? Yes. It makes you're one of them. Exactly. What? <laughs> no, no, that was the only instrument left. Really? That was the only instrument left. So my my parents forced me to play. I'm, I, I'm, I, you know, I want to bring my mom on here because he tortured me as a child. We definitely should bring your mom on here <laughs> to figure out how did she how did she mold how did she mold a a, a fine dentist out of such rough clay. How did she? How did she manage to, no, to make she, you bro, to make you a, a doctor? She forced me to play the violin. I literally left. I remember we were selecting our instruments, and I was like, "I'm not trying to do any of this. I want to play the trumpet or saxophone because I thought it was like sexy, right? Like, oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> right. I thought I was gonna be I, I was gonna be that guy. Okay. And then I go up, and they're like, "Oh, there's none of that left. You gotta go into orchestra, and you had the violin." I said, "I'm not doing it." I walked home. I, I literally came home. My dad's my dad and mom was like, "Where's your instrument?" We got we got a uh, letter saying you guys are picking instruments today. Where's your instrument? I was like, oh, they didn't have any more. And my dad's like, no, you're gonna get an instrument. <laughs> Took me back to school. Oh yeah, for me to go to the orchestra section to go get a violin. Oh, and then force my other brothers to play the violin, except for the last one. He's the rebel. He never played anything that he didn't want to play. Everybody played the violin except for him. Yeah. So all your brothers played the violin. Played. We don't know how to play anymore. Oh come on! I, I wish I actually wish I I wish I actually would have kept going with it. You should because it, it it just I mean I think it's it's amazing when someone knows how to play play an instrument. I I'm I'm not gonna lie in all in all seriousness like the violin is 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 pretty hard to right. play. Right. I mean I've attempted it's not it's no, not easy it's very it's tough it's very tough but anyway so so when you get interviewed they talk about hey can you what do you do with your hands and people are like oh I cook I play the violin I do pottery I, I, yeah, right, I, right I'm an artist I I do drawings these are the type of things that they're looking for right uh, so if you're trying to get your um your 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 interview game up. You know, you definitely want to have something, something right. to go back. To. But does this affect the patient? Like, does the patient actually go to your, your their dentist? I actually, you know, do this. If you're listening, you go. You're about to go to your dentist. Go to them. And be like, okay, what did you do before dental school to get your hand skills right? Please don't. Please don't do this. <laughs> I want you please to. Don't do that. I want you to ask your dentist. What did you do before dental school to get your hands right? Because that is going to actually show the you, kind of person you're, you're gonna, dealing you're with. You're going to get some patients messed up, man. <laughs> Like I, patient say, what, what did you do to seriously? Uh, yes, seriously? I need to know, and that's no. what patients should know. Because I'll be honest with you, there yeah. are people to this day I would not let work on me, and I graduated dental school with. Not even touch me, like don't even come near me. You you've scared like half the population. That like that's why <laughs> <laughs> they should do a poll. They should go to their dentist and be like, "Let me ask you a question: How many crowns did you cut before you cut my crown?" When you were in dental school, when you graduated from dental school, how many crowns did you cut? Okay. Right? That's a fair question. Yeah. And then you should also say, oh, by the way, can I see one of your crowns that you cut? Let me just see it. Because you're going to be able to see. What do you mean am I going to see you? Let me see. Walk to, me, to another room and, and check no. out some of the work I Let me see because you take an impression or digital. Let me oh, look yeah. at it. Let me look at the crown that you just cut on the other. You know, no names. I just want to look at it. Print it out for me. Cut the cut the name out. Let me just look at the print. And if you don't, if 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 it started with a big tooth, and that was non-existent tooth left, then you know that that doctor is a little heavy-handed. Okay. And I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna get a lot of. Uh, he's you a periodontist. He is what a periodontist. What does he know? But you know what? Did you forget about the case, sir? What? Very true. When you get in there, sometimes it's like the wild, wild west. There's there's nothing good left. And, and you know what? 
I feel like dental school some now has become the Wild Wild West. Oh. There's not not much good left. Let, 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 uh, <laughs> right? right? There, there's a lot of people that graduate, and I just look at them and I go, when did you graduate? What school did you graduate? Note to self, don't let, go to that school. Let, well, let, let's take a step back here. So go ahead. We, we, we talked about the four years, right? Yep. Um, we, talked we talked about, about the, the, DAT, dental, right? the dental admission test. Um, there's what, 53 schools, 52 dental schools? It's going up. I want to say, let's round it up to 60 schools. It's not going up. They lost one. Oh, for real? Yeah, they, they lost one. Oh, I didn't know that at there, all. There's less dental schools than there are medical schools in the U.S. Oh, completely. Yeah. Oh, law school is just blowing up. Exactly. So there's a very select amount, right? So I believe it's like maybe like, uh, I want to say just to make the numbers even, like 10,000 people apply for like 1,500 spots. 10,000 for 1,500, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah about, about that. Right. About right, right? Yeah. And so the competition level is intense. It's it's steep, right? And, it, and in, you know, in Canada, it's actually even more competitive. Yeah. I think there's only like five or six schools. If if you if you're talking to a dentist, know that they had to go through something to oh. get where they're at. Oh it's god, not, yeah. It is not it is not simple. No, um, no, I'm and I'm that's one thing I will never say the dental school is easy to get in or dental school is easy to get out. Oh. Right? Preach. But I do say I do say <laughs> some, though some schools are easier than others. <laughs> that's I guess the point. But I will say though that the requirements need to be a little more realistic. Okay. Because cutting one crown before you leave, if you if you cut one crown a month, would your practice exist? One one crown a month? A month. No. I'd be holding up a we'll work for <laughs> we'll work for food sign. If if you cut your crown if you down. told a patient, listen, if you told a patient, listen, I'm gonna cut your crown, but it's gonna take me all day. Would your patient come would your patient even sit down for eight hour crown prep? No. But that's what's happening in dental school. Whenever they do a crown, it takes literally the whole morning or even the next the the, the afternoon. But there's a difference there, though. Uh, don't do, don't do this whole oh well they're just learning and they have to get all these checks. No, and they, so they forth have and to so get forth. checks. You're right, but then why is it that if one it day took them if it took them an hour to prep the tooth? Okay, and then they're getting a check. I get that. That's that's excessive. What's four hours then? How did that happen? Who who preps a crown for four hours? Dental students and 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 if, hey, what if you're dental, de- if you're a dental you student, have a, a patient for four hours that will let you do that. Every dental st- school does that. Maybe your dental and, school is different than mine. I don't know. No, I, no. If I, anybody I'm, wants I'm a to grad, so my my patients were Howard students, right? People around the D.C. area, right? Our window of time was a total of four. It, there's no way in God's green earth. These people will let me operate on them for four hours. How many patients did you see in the morning? I'm, I might see one or two patients. One or two patients. Yeah. I mean, how long was that morning? The the actual time that the, the morning may have been four hours. The whole time. Thank you. Four hours. Time, so you might have seen patients. one person or maybe two for four hours. For four hours. Nobody wants to sit there for two hours at, at best. It's, right? 30, it's 30 minutes of waiting before I even can, can anesthetize. What I'm getting at. What I'm getting at. I had to be quick with my, with my actual what, work. What I'm getting at is you go from seeing one or two patients and then you graduate. Now you have to see 10 oh, to yeah, 20. It's, really it's a lot. It's, it's a lot different. Right. How do you do that transition when literally one day you're seeing four people a day to now you're seeing 20 people a day? You figure it out. How? You this is what I'm saying. There's a weird transition. 
And I honestly believe that it's just not fair to people graduating dental school to be expected to see the same amount of, to see the people that should, they should be seeing in order to not only be productive as a business owner, but also because I don't want to sit in a dental office for four hours. Right? <laughs> Agreed. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. It's like that transition is very weird. And by the way, in order to graduate from dental school, we will, we will get to that. But you actually have to work on a live patient. And you know the only other um, profession that has to that, – that, that, that actually make their graduates work on a live patient to graduate? What? Bar t- bar- being a barber. So Hairstylist. Oh. Okay. Salons and that. They're the only ones that have to actually work on a live person to graduate. Which is great, but also sucks. Right. Because I will talk about my experience with that. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. So dental schools and them. Everybody else is like, no, nah, this is just not right. <laughs> you should get away from that. But dental schools have, have kept that going strong. What, what, what should they do in its place? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe if you're going to credential, no, maybe if you're going to say this is a school that you can graduate from, maybe that's when you should evaluate their work that they've been doing for the past two years. And say you need to stay like back a, like a little a por- bit, like a portfolio, like a portfolio, and say I'll you agree need to, yeah, you need to stay back a little bit, or you're nice. actually you're actually good to move forward. Yeah, you actually you know, been sucking you see, it up. Like you don't just say yeah, you don't say that. Oh, <laughs> the one time, the one day is going to dictate the rest of your life. But okay, so another thing about um, so you you go through dental school. Dental school is four years, four years. or three if you're a UOP. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one right. in California, right? One in California. Yeah, Pacific. Yeah. Something. University of Pacific. That's right. Why it's three years, right? They're less, special. Less didactic. <laughs> I mean, less less book work, more hand skills, right? That's what they say. I, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't know. I want somebody to let me know because I don't know. Uh, I do have a couple friends that, that graduate. One, uh, uh, everyone I know there is, is a good dentist. Um, UOP? Yeah, from oh. UOP. I, I will, if they, I will if, say that it's less. They, they. What I've heard is it's less book work, more hand skills. If UOP wants to sponsor or wants to be on exactly. podcast, we would love to be told. Love uh, please contact Doctor Cradock. Exactly. He'll get everything together, exactly. and then you can pay me. Um, no, uh, <laughs> forget that last part. Anyway, um, but no. Uh, so most uh, schools are four years, right? Right. The first two years uh, are going to be book work. Classes, all the sciences are going to be covered again ad nauseum. And you work on a tipodont or typodont. Typodont depends on where you tipodont. depends on where you went to school. But that's basically a mannequin that has teeth that you can cut down and learn how to do like. You're basically working on models. On models. That's exactly exactly right. Mm -hmm. So that's so for two years, your dentist didn't actually even touch a person. Yes, they just worked on models. But I think that's good. I do too, because no one should ever be touching me. If you don't know how to do anything, you shouldn't be touching people. And let's be honest about that. So. Med med school, their first two years of med school, it's only books. All books. All books. Yeah. First two years of dental school. And I feel like that's the time where they're the most pompous. Yeah, they 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 get off the. You didn't do anything. We took classes with the medical students, and they're like, "Uh, I'm like, what are you gonna do? It's it's twelve o'clock. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and study. Uh, I have lab for another half of the day. I don't get done till five, and then I have to take the same class you're taking. Right. That's great. That's awesome. So the first two years of dental school are hell. Just know that. Right. Versus uh, med school. That versus med school. I'm surprised they're not all drunks. Uh, 
Because they have mean, a lot of time on their hands. They have a lot of time on their hands. I don't understand how they don't pass. It's <laughs> it's a it's a lot of free time. Let's just be honest. It's a lot of time to study. If your medical, if your uh, physician did not pass the first two years, you should leave that practice they, immediately. They are very. They, look, I it takes a great mind to be a doctor. No, in any sort. I'm sure it does. They're they're skilled. I'm but sure it does. If whenever we had this argument with with med students. It, the the first two years of med school, not when I talk about residency, first two years, uh, especially that first year, yeah, we got you beat because yeah. I did not go to sleep. I <laughs> that's just the way it is. Right. It's like work all day, then mm-hmm. you get home, then you study. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the time; it's three o'clock. Go to sleep, uh, for three hours. Wake up and do it again. That's right? right. And and then just hope that some by some miracle that you pass everything. Or, or just don't hurt yourself yeah. because you're so sleep deprived. Or just don't go postal and just. Uh, just <laughs> okay, no, well, let's not. The, let's anyway. not. Let's okay. not. No, nah, that's weird. That's weird. Please, let's not talk about stuff like that. Don't okay, this is like a you. this is a this is a family friendly podcast. Okay. I, I I thought we could be honest here. This is season two. You're right. And anyway, all right, go ahead. Be weird. So, uh, after those two years of working on, uh, typing on, taking the classes, then we get into the actual live patients. Year three, year four. Right. Both of those. And years. you're seeing people, right? And yeah. and the funny thing about seeing patients is those patients literally know that they're coming to a dental school. Yep. So one, they're like, oh well, this this better be cheaper. Oh yes, yeah, cheap. First thing. Second thing, they're like, look, I'm gonna come in when I want to come in. Oh my God, I hate that part. So people will literally make an appointment with you and then not show up because they just overslept, didn't feel like coming in that day. There's nothing to lose. And you spend a lot of time chasing people around. You have to hunt these patients down. If you have a dentist that's graduated, they had to hunt their patients down. <laughs> just to oh, graduate. I mean, maybe some have better programs where people just, the patients just flow like water. Oh, that'd be nice. And Howard, you had to fight. Right. And the patients knew they were valuable to you. They'd be like, oh yeah, you got, I got what you need. Yeah. Without me, you're not going to pass. And I you should tell me that. Some schools had to actually, you had to fight for even a chair to treat the patient. Oh, oh. Welcome to Howard University. Okay. So you go from like Howard being great to like, oh my God. No, this Howard is Howard. I I owe my 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 livelihood. professionalism, my livelihood to yeah. Howard. I would never take back those times. The things that I got from Howard more than anything was survival. That, exactly, <laughs> it's survival of the fittest. They they I learned that early on. Nothing's right. going to be handed to you. That's right. Um, if you really want this, you need to show that you want this. That's there was right. no like, oh, you pay tuition, so you're going to have a chair every single day of the week to do your requirements to get out no right. it was if you we're gonna do a drawing for the chairs at 7 30 a.m on wednesday if you're not there oh oh well you don't get a chair you better not be sick oh, better wow. not have any no you better be there okay. and it's, and we're gonna do it we're gonna every everyone's gonna get a chance right this is this is how it was and there were some people who were like uh i don't need to i don't need it uh, i think i'm good I'll work next week. I don't, I don't, I want to study for this. I'm going to study for boards. Yeah, I'm taking your chair. I want, I want my chair and your chair. <laughs> Sounds like you, you, you hustle had to, it. Oh, hustle it. Okay. But yeah, we didn't have to do that pit. Oh, okay. We, we, we had different, we rotated with seniors and juniors. Oh, nice. So, so we had our own area. Oh, oh that's okay, awkward. Good. Oh, that's, that's very nice. awkward. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so, oh, he's upset still. But anyway, so yes, you go through two years of trying to get patients in, trying to do your requirements. Some requirements are more than others. It is what it is. But the key is in the end, you graduate, right? 
Let me just say something. Wait, you you skipped over a whole bunch. Oh, the boards. No, you the the pre, there's prerequisites to graduate, right? Just from yeah requirements. Requirements. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. like you said, at a nameless school, it may be one crown. One crown. Some have some twenty crowns to do. Yeah. A few fillings to do. Uh, dentures. You have some to do, do complete some, dentures, yeah. top and bottom. Or partial dentures. Uh-huh. You have to learn how to do them. Root canals. You had to do them yep. too. Some schools have you do them on actual. Uh, typodons or tipodons, mannequins, not even real people sometimes. So that's some schools. How, how many root canals did you do on a typodont before you did it on a, on a real person? Uh, we actually had a whole semester where we had to do only t- typodons. Me too. And then we, I mean, at that same, that same semester, how, how we had to do extractions. We had to do teeth that were extracted and we had to do uh, root canals on them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real teeth. Real teeth. But not in a person's mouth. Not in a person's extracted. mouth yeah. at all. Yeah. And then whenever you go to residence, uh, whenever <laughs> residency, whenever you go into your sec- your third and fourth year when you had to work on real people, then you could do the work. And I don't, I'll be honest, I don't remember my requirements for root canals, but I want to say it was less than 10. 10 fake teeth. I mean, 10 real extracted teeth. teeth. No, 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 no. When you were in third and fourth year, I had to work on ten people that needed root canals. Yeah, no. Yeah, I and they could, and, and they couldn't, and and most of them were not um, molars. Ten, ten complete teeth, all canals in the teeth. The, but they were not molars. They didn't have to be molars. They did not have to be molars at all. Most of the time, they actually would what? tell you to take the molars to the specialist, to the endodontist. That's why I, I, see I, Doctor Dennis should be here. <laughs> Doctor Dennis should be my here head right now. Yeah, because we so, had to do everything. We yeah, had to do. See? We had to do a certain amount of incisors, a certain amount of premolars, mm-hmm. a certain amount of molars, a certain amount of second molars. On on people, on people, yeah. on live patients. See, no. But before that, we had like a a a quarter of uh of of extracted teeth. That's right. Then we did like forty. Of yeah, those. we have to do all those, and you have to make sure that you're competent. And, uh, enough to shout do out that. to Doctor Feimster. She oh, was a, she was a wonderful professor and teacher. Actually, I just saw her uh, last week. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful yeah. person. But anyway, so yeah, so depending on what you had to do, depending mm-hmm. on what you ended up having to do. But anyway, yeah. So so again, here's a little tidbit for for patients. Ask your dentist how comfortable they feel doing molar root canals. What? Yes. Ask them. Hey, how comfortable are you with molar root canals? And and would you rather? You know, would you rather send it to a specialist or do it yourself? Here's another thing: How long does it take you to do a molar root canal? Well, let's let's be honest. Everything that there's a specialty for, yeah. the specialist is going to be faster at than the GP. Right. Well, not necessarily. There's a lot of general dentists that do equally as fast uh, work. They really no. That's serious. What? Anything extractions, root canals. What? Uh, I mean, not. Yeah. Extractions I'm, and root. You, Yes, Seriously? yes. There are some den- just, there are some general dentists that have taken additional treatment. So I'm not going to hate no. on general dentists. No, I'm not. It's not that they can't do it. I'm saying like oh, the specialists are always going to be better and faster. That's what I'm because saying. that's all they do. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you want I can time, take out a tooth fast. Oh, you can. I can do a root canal fast. If you want, if you, if you want speed. All of my, if you took out all of the cases that I did it for, right, and matched it against my endodontist, right. If he doesn't beat me, there's a problem. That's that's, <laughs> that's all he does. Right, right. Well, so then that's the question, I guess. So if and you, if, if he could cu- and if he could cut a crown faster than I can, there's a problem. Then there was to be a problem with, with you. Exactly, yes. exactly. So 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 let me rephrase it then. Right? right. If you want speed, you should probably think about a specialist. But here's speed the thing: and precision, speed and precision. You, you should think about a specialist. But here's the thing that comes with cost too. Oh yeah. 
That special is going to be more expensive. Got to pay like you weigh. Oh, I like that. Oh, you got to pay. I'm, I'm going to use that. <laughs> you got to pay like you weigh. It's mine now. <laughs> but, so, so that's it, right? You have to pay more. Yeah. You do. Uh, and, and, and I'm not saying that um, general dentists can't do that. No. Right? My wife is a general dentist. She does molar endos. And she does a very good job of it. She's very particular with her work. You've done molar endos. Yeah. You do a good job with it. Very particular with your work. But I'm telling you that when it comes to dental schools and when you graduate, you don't do enough to feel comfortable. But I honestly feel like that overall, people don't do enough of their procedures to feel comfortable. So how do you graduate from dental school and then sit there and say, oh, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, see people and, 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 and treat patients on for crowns, for root canals, for extractions and all that stuff. Like, I feel like it's just crazy. Because you, you have the paperwork that says you can. <laughs> It's it's literally just like like a med like a medical doctor. You know I mean, when they're when they're when they're in residency, right? A that's true. Doctor, that's very they, true. They're making calls on patients. Yeah, they have somebody watching them. Their, that's the key over them. They have to be for they're forced to go to residency. Yeah, I think dentistry should also force their fourth years to go to at least do one year residency. And then you you can disagree I, because you didn't do it. You didn't do I, a residency. I didn't do it, but. My experience is a little different. Right. Um, I I did feel comfortable just because I felt like I'd seen enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also know myself, I'm not going to do something that I can't, I, I can't say I'm going to do well. Okay, so then let me rephrase then. Do you think that every dental school should have the same criteria? Meaning every school should have 20 crowns that you have to do before you graduate. I do. See, that's not the case right now. Yeah, that's I not the case. I do. I, I, I don't know. I graduated thinking that we all had the same requirements. Let's be honest. <laughs> you were lied to. I, I, I apparently was working a lot harder than I than, uh, oh, yeah. I could have went somewhere else. And they'd be like, oh, you're good. You got one down. You're good. See? Um, because you learn more from the mistakes and errors and, and things like that than you do from anything. And you could have one and it could work fine, right? Right. Um, when you get more crown two, crown three, you start saying, Oh, well, these are things that can go wrong. These are things that work. Um, and you learn on that. You start to hone your skill. Um, but yeah, I, I, one crown is definitely not enough. I mean, that's you're, you're no, no matter if you do, you, you, the, the more experience is the best teacher. Right. 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 Experience with, so the more kids, you can only learn from that. So. I do think there needs to be some kind of set criteria for everybody. For, for everybody, yeah, I agree, and and that's probably why. Uh, and this is our next episode. Uh, this is why people do continuing education and actually go and get hands-on work to better themselves on the stuff that they didn't get in dental school. Exactly. So we'll talk about continuing education. We'll talk about certain classes that people take, you know, to do better crowns, to do better fillings, to do uh, better surgery. Or learn new techniques. That new, they, learn that, new techniques. That they didn't have when they graduated. That's right. It, right. Or, or, or new um, um, machines. Did, you, did to, you have to place an implant in uh, dental school? No. We watched one. And see, that's the funny thing. If I would have graduated and said, okay, I'm going to go place an implant, mm-hmm. I could absolutely do that. Yeah. Even even though I never did one in dental school, I could literally go and say, I want to place an that's implant. That's scary. And that's scary. So I'm going to leave you with that. That was, that was good. That was a good way to just leave people just kind of like, what the heck? So we're going to leave you with that, that your dentist can literally do anything that they want to without ever having to do even practice once. 
Don't, you're just gonna like make the whole like uh, dental community in, in panic right now. Well, no, they shouldn't be panic. They should be honest and say, "Yeah, you know what? I've never done this, and you are my first patient, so you, you should get a discount." <laughs> Am I wrong? I feel, uh, and we'll talk about that this, this I, season. I, if, if, we're if, gonna talk if your about. Dentist legitimately looks you in your eyes and tells you, "Yeah, you're my first one." Yeah, they should be doing it at a discount. I would agree with that. <laughs> that's the that's the bare minimum. <laughs> But so, I would yes. also like to be like, uh, did you just recently learn how to do this? Oh, yeah, I took this course and I've been practicing and I'm ready to try. on. That would make me at least feel more comfortable. Not just, I've never done this. I've never even tried to do this. I'm going to do it today and well, I'm going to charge you full price. But you remember, no, but no. you do know that some no, people sir. do that, right? I'm sure there's some shysty individuals that do that. Not shysty. People that are like, oh, I took a course this weekend. Well, we so also, now you're my first patient. We, what is our, what is our first, what is our first oath? Do no harm. Do no harm. So if I don't know how to do it, my first, I'm not, I'm not going to just mess it up just because. But you do realize other people have another, it's like oath 1.B, <laughs> you know what I mean? 1B, <laughs> make that money. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, so we'll leave you with that. <laughs> we'll talk about, uh, you know, a lot of different things going on this, yeah. this, uh, this season. We're going to get back on continuing education. Yeah, we we'll talk about that. We were salty last time we talked about certain things. Oh that. my God. I lost, almost lost a friend because of that. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't man. alienate people. Oh, more. really got her. Oh, got her mad. Oh, God. Got her so mad. But it's all good. <laughs> I felt good about my life. Anyway, so we will talk about that. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. As always, we hope that you enjoyed and learned a little something. And uh, honestly, if you don't, if you didn't learn anything, it's fine. You got next time to, to catch up. Exactly. Right? We'll get you. We'll get you up to speed. No quiz will be uh, will be administered. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let's catch you next time. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.